Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. This morning we did some OPP. That's other people's problems with a listener whose wife has been snooping on his laptop, figuring out everything he's getting her for Christmas. Then he decides... To send it all back. As a snooper, I feel like this might be kind of a drastic route to go. That's coming up in just a couple of minutes here in the podcast. Here we go. What do you have to apologize for? <laughs> I'm sorry that I let a Thanksgiving fart on the escalator and shields with a bunch of old people behind me. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Are you sorry? Was it something that literally slipped out or did you do it? Did you just do it? I I always just do it. Yeah. So an elevator ride at Shields is only one floor. It's not like you were at the Empire yep. State Building. Oh, so. That was this year, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just the other no, it was just like a week ago. So it was the it was the remnants of Thanksgiving dinner had produced itself the, the next day, I'm assuming, and there was some old people behind you and you But do you want to apologize to the people that you looked at to blame it on? Like we always give that look like <laughs> sick. Was it your but, kids you blamed it on? <laughs> You know what it is. <laughs> oh my god. To them too. You're the worst of the worst out there. And, and uh did they actually say anything or did you get a look or how do you know that it really affected the old people? Cuz one of them pulled their shirt up over yeah. there. <laughs> We call that a blast and a blame, and you are the biggest culprit. So the fact that you called, and and there are probably people listening saying Dan, there he is. Dan, uh, there are certain ways of thought that, um, you know, one of the, the ways of thought is that once you admit guilt, you're instantly forgiven. So I, I would say that you're probably good to go on with, uh, with the rest of your day. Good. I have another one planned for this afternoon. <laughs> See, a blast and a blamer. They one. never learn their lesson. Have a great morning, man. We appreciate you. Uh, Anea, that's going to be that's gonna be tough to live up to, but who do you have to apologize to? <laughs> Anea. Anea. Um, oh, sorry. Are we bothering you? <laughs> no. I didn't know I was next, so. Um, no, I just want to um, just apologize to, like, my husband for not giving him the utmost respect of being the head of household. Oh, so, oh I, I, that's serious. Yeah. All right. Is he right next to you? Yeah. No, he's oh. not. He's a truck driver. I hope he's listening. How, how is he the head of household? Because we have two heads of our household. Well, I mean, I just always think that the man who provides the most, um, you know, he he does provide more than I do, and and he just he deserves that respect as father, husband, and provider. So we start today, eh? And I, yeah, okay. I, I I have a hard time doing that, but you know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, he deserves that. Well, apology. Better than farting at old people on an escalator, right? Yeah. <laughs> you could have been in that escalator, Anaya. <laughs> could have been a lot worse. Have a great morning. Thank you. I got time for one more real quick. Uh, it's like the Playhouse Confessional. Hi, Carrie. How are you today? Um, I'm okay. Okay. What do you, what do you want to apologize for? I want to apologize for my bus driver. When I was trying to get on the bus after the holidays, I've been eating too much. Yeah. Um, couldn't get up the stairs and my pants fell down. Ooh. So I had to... Use the stair climber thing that they use, and that was so embarrassing. Oh, I'm sure he's seen yeah. weirder stuff. 
but your pants fell down because yeah. you ate too much? Normally, my pants are like too no. tight around my waist. Again. No, they just, I don't know. They were, I guess I, I must have known that they were, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. So it's public transit. Anybody else see your butt? Um, the person behind me. Yeah, sure. That Good view. embarrassing. Well, sometimes you just got to yeah. tell them you're welcome for the view. You know what I mean? And and you're welcome for the story <laughs> that they'll tell for many days to come. So that's all right. You'll never see them again unless you're, right. they're on your bus route. Rich is up. It's a new day. <laughs> I love this story. Yeah. Thanks, Carrie. Have a great day. <laughs> wow. Makes my apology seem so lame. Yeah, I got to apologize uh, to my husband. For what now? For last just night life? I lied to him. Oh. Uh, he was expecting like this big, amazing meal that I told him I would have ready. And then Liam just wanted a piece of toast because he's been sick. So I'm like, I'm not hungry. I'm not going to make a huge meal. So I lied and said I had been running errands up until the time he came home, which in all actuality, I'd been home for three hours. Taking a nap. (laughs) Yeah, I was lounging. Yep. So I apologize for lying. I'll make you a big dinner tonight. No, I won't. (laughs) There were a lot of philosophers that believed that just admitting guilt gives you an immediate disadvantage. No, I was going to say an immediate forgiveness (laughs) of that. Um, I work. We're clearly not. Obviously, I don't say sorry too often. I mean, we have a lot of people listening. So if you do want to apologize to someone, we'd be more than willing to let you kind of get it all out on the air. Nikki, how are we feeling right now? I'm pretty guilty. Okay, what happened? <laughs> Who do you want to apologize to? First off, uh, well, his name is John, okay. and I went to I went to school with him. Um, very nice kid, but he was less fortunate than both, like, than most of us, obviously. Yeah. He got picked on quite a bit, but I was always nice to him. Like, I tried to be nice to everybody, but I have felt really bad for this since 10th grade. And, uh, if my kids hear this on the radio, they're going to know it was me. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened? There's a build-up. Well, so... In 10th grade, I, I mean, growing up, I realized I had some stomach issues, and in 10th grade, I let one rip in class, but it was a silent but deadly one. Yeah. And I had the worst stomach ache, you know, and it happened to be in this literature class where the teacher's like, oh, everybody can go and sit on the floor with your groups of friends and do whatever, but I didn't move. Like... (laughs) So you blamed it on the poor kid? So he just happened to walk by (laughs) as it happened. And so when he walked by, he, like, washed it across the the (laughs) bathroom. And it was so bad and so potent. Then when it happened, I hurried up and I got on the floor, you know. I was like, oh, my God, you. (laughs) And then, like, like. It was so bad that even the teacher was like, John, get out of my classroom. And then what made it worse was he got called down to the nurse's office and was given a bunch of hygiene products. Because I know. Like, how terrible is that? They were just like, this kid smells so bad. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I never admitted it to him that it was me. It was like, you're rotten gut. Oh my god. You've been living with this your your whole life, huh? Yes, my whole life. And I've told my kids a story. I've always been like, hey, be nice to, you know, less fortunate. 
And don't blame your first on other people. You couldn't even say that without laughing. I don't believe that you have learned a lesson one bit. And I hope John is a smoke show and has a ton of money yeah. and smells super yeah, good. I, I know you know what's going on with his life right now, Nikki. What's 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 his life I look do. like? Um, he works at McDonald's. Okay. okay. Well, he's got and a job. Got it. Do you, do you ever see him still? Yes. No. Okay. No, he lives far away. He, yeah, no, he's kind of where he still was, but, I mean, at least he's got a job. Do you think about this every single day? Not every single day, but when my friends... So you don't really feel bad about it is what you're saying? Well, I do. I do. I feel bad for it anytime, like, my guts hurt. And then I feel bad when my kids bring it up to their friends. <laughs> Like, it's always the subject. Like, my kids show up, and they're with this new friend, and they'll be like, hey, Mom, tell the story about how you made this kid. You know, go yeah. to the nurse's office, and you have to get deodorant and soap. And I'm like, oh, my God, stop telling people that. Yeah, you haven't learned one You're lesson. You're telling them, stop telling people that. As soon as we go, anybody want to come on the nationally syndicated radio show? You're like, that's me. Hey, everybody, I'm Nikki. Oh, God. We're going to let you go before you sin anymore. <laughs> We welcome Francis to the show. Good morning. Hello, Francis. Good morning. What are you doing Hi. right now? Sounds like you're on the road. Um, dropping my son off at school. Then what does the rest of the day uh, entail? Work. Okay. What do you do for a living? Can you say? Um, I work in like a independent living I got you. Uh, so the game is really pretty simple. It's our Tuesday wordplay. Uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to let myself out of the studio uh, where I can't hear what you guys got going on. And then Kat is going to singly give you five words. And then you just have to give us the first word that comes to your mind when you hear those words. And I'll come back. And if you and I match up all of our answers, then you get $500 cash. If we miss any, though, nothing. And uh, we'll just have to live to play another day, okay? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to give you the cat, and uh, you guys, good luck, and uh, you can hurry through this. That'd be great. Thanks. Oh, sure. Sorry, he's got somewhere to be, I guess. All right, let's wait. Yep, I guess so. Outside. Hold on. Hold on. All right, here we go. I'm going to give you the word. Give me immediately what your answer is. First thought, radio. Station. Okay. Finger. Music. What? Wait, do that to do that to be like, like just your first word that comes to mind. So when I say finger, what would come to mind? Music. Finger music. Yeah. Okay. Uh, baseball. That. Okay. Corn. 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 C O R N. Um, <laughs> you gotta go. Uh, hurry, hurry, hurry. Corn. Any word. Ball. Ball. Ball? Okay. Fun ball. Yes, okay. Corn, as in like what you eat. So you're going to say ball? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. An elevator. Button. Okay, perfect. He's coming in. I have your answers. We're going to get his. And remember, if you match all five, 500 bucks, that was that would be huge, right? Yes. Okay, here we go. Now, I don't know <laughs> what happened here over the last two minutes, but looking in <laughs> at Kat's face, 
I'm going to only assume that there may have been some miscommunication going on. The thing is, I know Frances is, she's trying to get a kid to school. She is trying to get to work. She's got a lot on her mind. Would it be safe to say I should think about these answers? Like maybe. You won't match any of them. Are you serious? I'm just going to put it out there. And I think Frances knows that. I think everyone listening knows that you will not. Oh my God. What happened here? So let's, let's just start. Radio is the first word. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Music. Okay, no. She actually said music for the word finger. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that so we're just gonna, we're done. Okay. We're done. What, what are the other ones? She she said station. So radio station. Okay, that makes sense. I, I said guess. finger. I would have said nail. She said music. <laughs> I said baseball. She said bat. Yep. Oh, hey, okay. we got that right. I said corn. I would have said hole. She said ball. Oh, corn ball. Yeah. How did I miss that? I don't know. And then uh, elevator. Door. Buttons. So, like I said, I think she's busy, a lot on her mind. Now she knows how to play. Now Francis, go. are your, your kids are hearing this right now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, uh, right probably best that we let you go before anything else bad happens, huh? <laughs> Talking about your friend Heather, who runs a business. This is out of her home, or this is an office? No, she has an office here in town, okay. uh, next to the grocery store that I went to, and so I popped in, and I noticed that she had something gross. What I thought was gross, I was like, Heather, this is an eye shot of where your clients sit. It's like cutlery, plastic cutlery that had like stains on it, like teriyaki. There was a noodle <laughs> on one of them. There's crumbs at the bottom that are accumulating. I'm like, are these old? She goes, yeah, I wash them at the end of the week and then use them for the next week. And I'm like, why? She has money. Why is she doing that? You know, and then another weird thing is that she has like frames of still the beautiful families that are in the frames that they come with. And then she kind of like uses them as success stories with her job. But I don't know. She she always has done weird stuff. One of the, the guys that I lived with the beginning of my freshman year, um, he was kind of one of these guys that was like, uh, he was a good athlete, but he didn't have a whole lot of hygiene. And uh-huh. he was into the, well, I can turn my underwear inside out and they're fresh. Kind of guy. Yeah, that's weird. like after practice, you know, guys would have a change of clothes. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I just turned my underwear inside out. And I was like, that's it's still the same dirty underwear, man. Yeah. And I always thought that was kind of odd until Kenny had told me or just kind of had said, hey, I got this friend who escapes his family. And uh, tell us more about this. So I got this buddy I've known for a long time. I went to college together. Uh, he does this thing where every winter during the coldest week, he will sleep in his car in the garage for seven straight days. And that's it. Like he doesn't do it for a prize or anything or like self-gratification. He just sleeps nope. in his car. Yeah, nope. Doesn't doesn't camp or anything. He has a wife and kids. <laughs> uh, they just stay in the house. He just, he'll just chill out in his car in the garage. Seven straight days. That is so this is a strange. Is this a strict mental escape? I mean, I don't know. Like I, his wife and kids are pretty great. Like we <laughs> hang out all the time. It's just... Yeah. I, I don't know what's up with this guy. It's crazy. Bingo. Bingo what? Bingo. 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 All right, so here's how listener bingo works. Kat and I are each going to give you a scenario before I take the phones off hold. And once they're off hold, if you're the first person through 
that matches one of our scenarios. You get the goodies, and we get to hear your story. So it's really all about you because you're somebody listening who... Who has ever had a cameo made for them, or you made one for somebody else, and it was a really funny cameo. If you don't know what it is, it kind of went away. It kind of, It was a big deal, and now it's fizzled out a little bit. But this is where you can go and seek out famous people and pay... I don't know, $300, $400 for them to make a message to a loved one. But this is George Santos, and he's now on Cameo. So these videos are- The only job he has anymore. $200 each. Megan, how are you, darling? I hear that you're getting some tough heat in the press and that life might be a little rocky now. Let me tell you something. If you believe in what you stand for and if you fight for what you do and you stand by those convictions, screw the haters. The haters are going to hate. And then they're going to kick you out of the Congress. And next thing you know, you don't have a job. It's always interesting to see who costs what. But, yeah, you've had a cameo made for yourself or someone made one for you. Uh, Mine is going to be anyone listening who doesn't have Wi-Fi at home. Mm. Uh, My wife and I go round and round about this all the time. Like, at our cabin, which it's it's seasonal, right? So we're not going to get back out there till April. But I'm like, I'm a big fan of just not having Wi-Fi there. Our neighbor doesn't have Wi-Fi. And... uh, I, I and she's like, well, we gotta have it for the kids or a streaming service or like for her job. She'll probably spend a week out there this year, and like just working from home, but yeah. at the lake. And uh, man, I'm just like, I would prefer it to just be unplugged. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I that's the way. And I, I'm never, I'm never gonna win this argument. But I'm like, how do people go through life without having Wi-Fi at their home? Yeah, Spencer, you're somebody listening. Who who gets the bingo? Cat or myself? Cat gets the bingo. Yeah, all right. So who'd you get a cameo from? So during uh during COVID we got we signed up for uh Impractical Jokers. Q oh. did a cameo for one of my children. Oh right cute. On. you guys okay. are big fans of the show, obviously. Yeah, we watched it every night and uh we signed up for uh just a cameo. We sent in some hobbies and you know, just some general likes. And they sent a personalized cameo back. Really cool, and uh, and it seemed like they put some time into it, and they actually cared. Oh, absolutely! He was showing uh, Q was showing stuff like his hobbies that matched up with my son's, and oh, that's cool. You know, uh, my wife and I were in uh, we were in New Orleans for her birthday, and we were taking one of those tours where you see where all the above grave sites are and stuff. And yeah. we drove past this like theater, and they were there that night. And we scammed some tickets, and we went to the show. And the Impractical Jokers live show was very funny. It was very entertaining. It was very cool. If you get a chance to go, it's probably something you guys would want to do if you're fans of the show. You know what I'm doing? I'm tooting through the uh, athlete area, the yeah. NBA stars. That'd be. I have like a few more bucks to spend on Liam for the holidays. I think that'd be kind of cool. A good idea, right? Yeah. I mean, but he, but are you going to get anyone that he cares about? That's that's the what problem, I'm, I'd you know have what to I mean? run it by Derek because like, Derek knows Steph all. Steph Curry is going to be twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, right? I won't so, be able to do that. Um, and, and hey, real quick, my my last question for you, Spencer, you, was that sent in a video form where you could kind of save it somehow? Like, will will you be able to show this to your kids when they're you know graduating high school or getting married and stuff? Yep, we have the video. We posted it on Facebook for all our friends and family to see and everything. So, right so cool. sweet. Uh, hey, you know what? Will you do me a favor when we get off the phone? Will you text me the, the link to your Facebook page? I'd like to watch that. Sure. Okay, 7.07 Wednesday morning, another opportunity for you to grab $500 cash. So what I want you to do is just write that down. 7.07 during our live show Wednesday morning. Get up in here. 
sync up with cash, win $500 cash. Let's get you back into the podcast now. Can you help me? people's problems they got issues you got answers maybe uh craig's got a little bit of a situation here and i think it hit kind of close to cat when we found out what was going on so i don't know how i don't know how worthy her opinion is going to be on something like this because like i said she immediately was like oh, i don't think there's gonna be a problem yeah. with that so uh tell everybody else what's going on will you so my wife was on my laptop, and uh, ah, she was... I already know where this is going. Why do you think it's going to go somewhere gross? No, 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 no. It's not gross, I promise. It's not gross. Okay. Uh, uh, she was on my laptop, and she went through some of my search history, but she didn't find anything gross. What, what she did was uh, uh, she found all the Christmas gifts that I was going to buy oh, for my, God. Into Crap. my uh, internet history. Yeah. I think I got to see my way yeah, out of this one. It's something I would do. <laughs> I would be, I'm a snooper. Yeah, How man, did you find out that she saw all this stuff? Uh, I, I walked in on her doing it. Oh. Ah. I walked in on the, in, in, into the office and she was on the computer in the history. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's just, I get so mad. I, I, I returned all the gifts. I returned all the oh, gifts. Oh, you're going to do a switcheroo now? You're going to swap everything out? I don't know. It's just, this is such a constant thing for us. Like, she does this every year. She's always, anytime around gift-giving time, she starts snooping around, and it just it makes me so mad because I put so much, you know, thought and effort into these gifts, and then she just... This is like an endearing quality of like a childhood thing like right or you guys remember when you were a little kid yeah and you would open the gift just a little to try and peek in under so the, i told you know? liam the other day i said do not go in the coat closet in the guest room because i have gifts in there for you the coat closet was open the other day of course it was and i looked at him and i, I said he was in the shower and i go did you go in the coat closet and he looked out and he was like no of course he and did. he he would have seen his fishing pole that i got him but so or you'd hear about it on the radio now. Right? You're planning to just get rid of everything then. Yeah, honestly. That's a I mean, savage I don't know. move, is that, son. Is that an overreaction? Um, is that is that too much? I'm just I'm trying to teach her a lesson. I like the lesson taught thing, man. I do. I mean, you got to so like yeah. bring it all back and then get her like something big and nice, like a vacation, like a ring, like like something. Mm. But like so you're still going to reward her. Yeah. Well, you it's you give. It's not a reward. Christmas isn't a reward. It's a gift. He's going to get her a nice gift. It's just not going to be all the crap she expects right now. I think this is the best way to do it, man. My wife was on my laptop and uh, she was snooping and found out everything she's going going to get for Christmas. So now his plan is he wants to just bring it all back, teach her a lesson, like listen, if you're going to know what you're get what's the point of rapping, keeping it a secret, you're ruining everything. Um I hate secrets, so it's like if I did see it though, I'm very good at snooping so no one would ever know. But uh, you're a better have, liar than you are a snooper. I guess yeah. 2003 says take the gifts back, get her a gift card. I'd be mad if they were snooping too. Uh, Tamara D says teach her a lesson. So, Tamara, what happened to girl power? Hey, Craig 2.0, would you teach her a lesson and take everything back, or you got a different angle here? Oh, I, I would, I would absolutely take it all back. I tell you what, my wife and I have been married 30 years. Yeah, and I went to propose to her, and she knew something was up. And she went snooping because she's smart. And she found my engagement ring. I returned it. If you can't trust me, 
then we're going to wait a while. Wait, you? she found the engagement ring and you took it back and didn't propose right away? <laughs> I returned it. You what I did. If you don't trust me, if you can't trust me, why would we be married? I don't think it wasn't that I she mean, didn't trust it. you. I think she just, like, was a snoop. I think she was just eager, like, when's this man going to put a ring on it? So maybe she wasn't, like, a snoop. No, no, that's still wrong. She could leave her diary out, and I would never touch it unless she told me I could read something. I've never done it. In 32 years we've been together, but when that happened with that engagement ring, I was you either trust me or you don't. Yeah. And if we're going to be married, then we need to trust each other. Was it more about the trust or was it like all about the effort that you were putting in? Because I get that. I get the effort that you're putting in. You want to make it super special for her and memorable. But then if she's going to ruin it, that would hurt my feelings. Well, I was hurt. I was really hurt. That's just not okay. Craig, I got to ask you, how long after you brought the engagement ring back was the engagement then stuck? Uh, Eight months. You waited. You made her wow. wait out eight months. That, You're a savage human, man. Months? That is commitment. Yeah. That's savage. Did she try to make it up to you that whole time? Like, like was she no, really nice? No. Oh, no, she was not nice at all. <laughs> we 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 talked it all out, and we we fixed our relationship. Yeah, and it's all good. Like I said, we've been married thirty years now, and I married the woman better than I deserve. Oh, without a doubt. You're so sweet. Yeah, that happens to some of you guys, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for calling, Craig. Thanks, Craig. We appreciate you, man. That's a crazy savage move, though. What drives you crazy in a good way about whatever sex you're into? You can text it right now, and I'll read those back while we talk about it. But this woman thinks that she has unlocked the secret as to why men go crazy whenever she gets her nails done in like a bright cherry red. I always thought red nails was like a grandma nail color. I was like, why are they liking red nails? And then it hit me. In the 90s when we were growing up, women had red nails a lot, especially like our moms. Guys are attracted to red nails because it reminds them of their moms when they were growing up taking care of them or like some sort of mommy issue with it. I swear to God. Yeah, she's not right about that. No, she's not. No. You don't dig a red nail? No. I think it I think it looks like your grandma. I think it does make you look a little bit older. I love a nude nail. I think those are nice. I like a good um you know what? I'm kind of a sucker for like a French tip. I know it's kind of like 1995. I wouldn't even notice. If my wife came home today and her nails were done, I wouldn't even notice. Whoa. I just it's just nothing I notice. It doesn't do anything for me. I think you I think guys, you would. I think, I think if they guys, looked really nice, you'd be like, "Oh, did you get your nails done?" I, I think, think you guys you do it more for yourselves. We do it more for other women. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We don't do it for you guys. Uh, I think the one universal thing for a heterosexual male mm-hmm. is if you are a chick wearing a baseball cap with a ponytail through the back and drinking a beer, okay. I find it very difficult to not give you a second look. You could look like Cat's father, but if you've got long hair, wearing a Greg. ponytail, <laughs> he's a great guy. He's got a good and, head of hair. And I like him a lot. All but right. I'd be, I'd be ashamed to say I'd give him a second look really? if he was drinking a beer at a baseball game with a hat on and a ponytail through the back. So you need that whole scenario working. Yeah, well, I'm a specific kind of guy. I guess so. I love a good walk. I love a good gait. Like, uh, confidence. We have we have a guy around here that he'll, he'll like slink around like he's been kicked every single day yeah, for his whole life. Yeah, he's been life. working here for a long time. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> 
no, that guy, it, it's just like, come on, I just want to like slap his back. Like, come on, man, get some confidence. There's nothing sexier than a guy that will just like walk in front of you with just that guy's shoulders single. back. If he walks in front of you, shoulders back, strutting, I know several married men. single AF. That walk like that. And I don't know. There's just that people that walk with confidence. There's an air of sexiness about you. So. I would find it difficult to believe that. And here's what I really, really like to know is if you're a dude and you're listening to this show, does the red nails do it for you? Yeah, I don't know if that I know everybody's, does it. everybody's got their thing. Yeah. But I, I would find it difficult to believe that there is a majority of our male listenership that are into red nails because... It reminds you of your mom. John says that would do nothing for me. Uh, there are certain things that guys can do that are pretty sexy. Like if they just, if you if you go to the bathroom and your drink is getting low, and then they're like, she'll have another. Or, you know what I mean? Like just take, Yeah. I don't mind that taking so control. Contributing to your alcoholism is sexy. Yes, yeah, getting drunk, okay. man. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about... Getting dumped or dumping someone for just a stupid, almost irrational reason. Um, Alexa said, emailed us, and she has been single for three years, and both of us were like, oh my God, that is her. So a few years ago, she had like uh, pleaded to us to help her find somebody, and that guy didn't pan out. And then she said the last couple of dates that she went on, just dumb reasons. One guy was like, I don't want to date you because you live too far away. She's like, it's 17 miles, not that far away. And then another the guy. This one is the best. Last year said that after two dates that she only smiles with half of her face and it bothers him. And I feel like she would have put in there like if she had a paralyzed face or like a stroke or something like that. That she could make him sound like a monster, but she's like, these are all like stupid reasons that they're not wanting to be with me. And sometimes that's to save your heart, Alexis. Like I would not want to hurt somebody's feelings. I would just take the blame. That's I've like, never understood why in our culture we just don't go, listen, I'm just not attracted to you. You're not who I thought you were going to be. I'm not feeling any sparks. Can't you just do that instead of saying you only smile with half your face. It's that autistic show I watch, Love on the Spectrum. They do that. Can't we all be like them? They'll be like, are you having a great time on this date? And then the guy will be like, no, not really. And then she'll go, so should we be done? And they say, yeah. That's the exact way that should work. I, I am telling you, so, oh, you should have all of your like teen boys and teen girls watch that show because they'll learn. Like, just be honest with people. You can be nice. But be honest. Uh, Lindsay, I appreciate you coming on the show. Tell us about this guy here. So there's this guy I've been dating, and I like him, but I've kind of found out from a friend of a friend that he talked to that he's not that into me because I've got some personally, I think, awesome quirks that he is unattracted to. So what are these awesome quirks? Yeah. And we got a guy here Uh, to, to confirm if these are awesome or not. Well, the first one is that I can most likely drink him under the table and... He just thinks that that's not an attractive quality. I okay. don't have a problem with this, but I think a lot of guys would think it's not very ladylike. Like, that's but like, what is it? You drink them under the table, and then you act crazy, and then you're on top of the table, and you're belching, and just not acting like no. a lady, or what is no. it? I can. I think he's just scared that I can. I could probably drink him under the table and handle my liquor. Okay. And uh, yeah. yeah. I know. I think that's an attractive quality. That's okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's bad. You're not losing your sense or anything. And that. What else is yeah. you have an issue with? Um. I just. I. 
I like food and I mean, I'm not like crazy and weird about it, but whenever I'm eating and I really like it, I'll just like, mm, mm, this is so good. You know, yeah, that's like, like, weird. That's like it. you're moaning while you eat. Nope. Nope. You got that. So like the, the guys don't understand. There's a line that that needs to be drawn between moaning when you eat and moaning when the lights are out. Well, and, that should you should make it a different moan then. We don't we don't discern that. We just hear the moan and we immediately think lights out. So That's weird he has a problem with a moan. It's I distracting don't, to guys. I don't he- he just can't handle it. I don't know. And I'm I'm not going to stop my moaning when I'm enjoying my food. But you really like him, though. So if he has a bugaboo yeah, about like those him. two things, which are kind of small, there's no changing you or anything because you want this guy. No, yeah, I mean, I like him, but at the same time, I just, I mean, maybe over time, uh, I, I'll probably, as I get older and older, start to drink less, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah but what about the moaning? <laughs> I mean, you ever going to stop that? <laughs> No. I don't know that I can help it. If it's, it's a good like, burger, baby, you pay homage to the chef there. You say, mm, my God, this is so good. Uh, would you mind if we called him? Do you have his phone number that we can have? And we'll just yeah. see, like, maybe those are just two things out of many that he doesn't like about you. Maybe you're not his person. But maybe. maybe I guess not. Maybe not. This I is guess. dangerous. I mean, yeah, have at it. But he doesn't know that I know. So, I mean... Well, he's about to. I'm just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should. This shows that you really are into him. So let's let's give him a call and see if we can figure it out. Oh, have at it. Sure. I've got his number. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.